is a very great time as we wait and seek the face of God for the 40 days. Some of us started the fasting. We got to the second day. <laughs> but we could not. I'm still encouraging you this kind of fasting, when you break, you can still start. <laughs> so, so even if you spoil it that day, don't worry, continue. It's called continuity. Always continue with it. Maybe something might have happened and uh, you have some birthday party. Yes, after the birthday party, continue. God bless you. So I believe that there is a reward in fasting. God rewards us in fasting if we seek him with right motives and in a scriptural way. If we seek God with the right motive and what? And the scriptural way. You know, Jesus uh, uh, says something in Matthew 6, 17, and 18, and I will dwell on the last part, but we'll read. But you, when you fast, when mean what? A certain time is going to come. He didn't say if you fast, when? It means that it's going to come. And this is the time. <laughs> when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. Normally, <laughs> someone say a prophet. People who anoint their head and wash their faces looks that like there's joy, there's something upon the light. That's what they've done themselves. And when people are fasting, they make their face dry, and, and, and you see the mouth is dry, 
the moment you see the person, you don't need the person to tell you, I haven't eaten. <laughs> it's not bad. The Bible says that people do it. Some people even don't fast, but they behave as if they are fasting. Hypocrites. The Bible called them hypocrites. They behave as if they are fasting. They make their mouth dry. They, 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 they put something here and it becomes very dry and their face and they walk like this. Meanwhile, they have eaten banku, kenke, fufu, wache, kelewele. <laughs> but they want to just portray to the world that they are fasting. You see, this is not what we are doing here, and this is not the reason why we are doing it. So Jesus said, let me finish. But so that you do not, okay, but you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting. We need to appear to God to be fasting, but not to men. But to your father who is where? In the secret place. And your father who sees where? God does what? Sees. So when he says sees, it means that your act and what you do. He didn't even use hear. He said see. So it means the fasting. God who sees where? The secret place. In the secret world do what? Reward you what? Openly. So there is a reward. An open reward. You do a secret fasting, but the result of the fasting comes out openly for men to know. Jesus went and fasted for 40 days and, 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 and 40 nights without eating and Nobody saw him. He did it in secret, but the result of the fasting was seen after he came out. The sick were healed. Divine miracles were happening. He took a book, that, which everybody sometimes takes to read, and when he read it, everybody said, no, this is not the type of reading they read. Eyes was fixed on him. The Holy Spirit arrested the whole church. The very words which when the same, if people have read all over and people just gloat over it, he took that book after he finished, everybody gazed at him. Not that he is an orator. No, it's because there is something behind fasting and prayer. Amen. If we fast in the right way, with right motive, God will reward us. And that is all my desire, and that is all my prayer for this church. That will not do it just because we want the world to know that ICGC2 can fast. That will not do it for men to know 
that, hey, these people are fasting, they are doing like this. No. It is between us and God, and not even us and men, and not even us and the world. It is not because we want people to call us Christians. That is why we want people to know we are fasting. But in everything, there's a basic principle in approaching God. Very basic principle which you cannot avoid if you want to come to God and if you want to approach God. And in fasting, we need to use those principles so that we can approach him. And it's a very basic and very simple. If I ask you, people will mention complex things. So that you ask a simple question and people begin to answer complex Give complex answers. What is that principle if you want to approach God? Who can tell me? Everybody's quiet. You know it. You operated it. You always operate it. And that's why you are here. Faith. The Bible says without faith, No man, Hebrews eleven six. but without faith, it is impossible to please God. If you fast without faith, you are wasting your time. You are just starving yourself. You're just, uh, 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 maybe for medical sake, you may get some reward. Yeah, you want to reduce weight. So maybe that, that's what you get from it. But if one has spiritual blessing out of it, the Bible says without, let's read the Hebrews, Hebrews, Hebrews. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must first believe that he is. The basic of faith and your fasting and your relationship with God is that God is. The reason why you are here is because God exists. If not that, why should we come here and waste our time if God is not there? If not that, why should we waste our time to read a Bible which the person who wrote it do not exist. So the basic principle and which is his faith, and when you come to him, the first thing you must remember is that God is. Say, God is. God is. Anytime you forget that God present is with you, that is when you do your things the way you want to do it. But anytime you have consciousness that God is, you begin to walk with circumspection and begin to walk in, in, in the mind of God and the will of God. So if one, God is. When you approach God in faith, you must approach him knowing that God is. Tell somebody, God is. God is. Simple word. This is what the early 
fathers, anyone in the Bible, this is the first principle they stood on. Abraham realized that God is. If he did not exist, he will not even walk and take a step of faith. Because he knows God is. When even he won a battle, when they took his brother, uh, his, his, his nephew took, when they shared the land, and the, 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 how do you call him? Is it? The nephew took the best part, portion. Anyone who does not know that God is will fight the, 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 uh, the nephew. But he knew that the God he served, he is. He is there. He can do all things. He is able to change rocky place to a fertile place. So it does not matter where they put me. It does not matter where I am. What is important is that God is with me there. So he took God, and he was God was with him. After he left, because he knew God is, God then said, you, because you have this faith that I am there. Now, Abraham, I'm going to speak to you. Lift up your eyes. And when he looked at the same place, the same place was different. Yeah. When man said, look at it, you will see rocks. When God said, look at it, you see fertile places. Yeah. The very place if his nephew had seen that God is, he would have said, oh, uncle, choose first. God is. God is. He is. So the first, there are two legs I'm going to talk about. One, God is. So you must know the existence of God. Every believer must have strong faith, grounded and believe that God exists. If you allow the devil to say, this God cry, is it a story? You are in trouble. So believe that God, what? The second portion is that he is the rewarder. Huh? God rewards. God rewards. Don't forget. He rewards with good and he rewards whatever you do. There's a reward. So this should be a guiding principle. That, look, what I'm doing, what kind of reward do I want to receive? What will the reward be? If we take a gun, go and rob people, your reward will be in consideration. They will put you somewhere. Your freedom will be limited. Because you are dangerous to the world. But if you also... Who will harm you if you do what is right? If you also sow something great, help people, 
one day you'll be rewarded. So there is a reward. One, God is, and Abraham saw that God exists, and not that he only exists in society. He is also a rewarder. You see, it's not enough for God to exist. What is a profit for you to exist in my life and I don't give anything? He is not only the one that exists, he's also the rewarder. I added this rewarder because the Bible says, God who sees in secret, that's what? Reward, because he is a rewarder. As you believe him and you're so fast, God sees in secret and the nature of his rewarding then come into being. He looks at what you do, then God begins to reward. So I believe that you will go out from this place being rewarded by God. Amen. Say amen. amen. Say what reward will I get from fasting? I will tell you some few of them. Shall I? Yes. Let's look at Isaiah 58. For time's sake, we'll just 8 and 9, verse 8 and 9, and verse 11 and 12. He said, then... Okay, let me read so that you know it's talking about fast. Let him read. Let him read from the song. Let, let, let's, let's rush about it. Cry aloud. Spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Say, hey, prophet, fast in our concern. Yet they seek me when? Daily. It's not enough to see God daily only. You say, oh, I'm seeking God daily. I come and pray every day. I want to add this so that you can benefit from the daily prayers. They seek me when? And the light to know my ways. Is it not good? As a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinances of their God. The eyes of the ordinances of, the, of, of justice they take the light in approaching God. Oh, sorry, them Kodebia. And so, Musubanye. Why have we fasted? Then they ask, Why have we fasted? They say, And you have not seen, and you have not seen. Sing and come on, you're a you're a country. And so, who so that you make your fast, 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 and as if God is not minding you. That's what they ask. Why have we afflicted our souls and you take no notice? In fact, in the day of your fast, he's telling you, you'll find pleasure and exploit all your laborers. Of when you were fasting, you were cheating your staff, you were doing. 
treating your wife, beating your wife, and doing all this and doing all that, and you think you are fasting on top of that? <laughs> Indeed, you fast for strife and debate. The fasting, the motive of it is for strife and what? Debate. And to strike with the fish of wickedness, you will not fast as you do this day. To make your voice heard on high. Is it a fast? Is it a fast that I have chosen? A day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast and an acceptable day to the Lord? It's a question. Is it not that the fast that I have chosen, this is the fast I have chosen, to lose the what? The bonds of what? Wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free. In other words, fasting can cause Oppression shouldn't come after that. And that you break every yoke. Yokes are the thing that control people. Sin. Say, move here, you're moving there. If you know, when they yoke two, 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 uh, uh, two oxen, you can see a small, I have stayed in the north before, you see a small person, a small girl, a small boy, controlling two very huge Oxen that are plowing, and because the reason is that they are yoked, and one person can control the two at the same time. When you are yoked, you don't have your own way. Somebody controls you. The devil can control your destiny. You go and work and work and work, and they pull it here. You write plenty application. It is pulled somewhere. You start something before you realize that is the reason why you don't you have unfinished things in your life. You start things, you don't end. You go and they put break back, you stop. You can't go again. You pull, you can't pull. They go back again. Fasting must break all this. Amen. Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Let me finish. Is it, not a, is it not to share your bread with the hungry? Say, hey, shuffle. And that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? Say, yay, shuffle, baby, okay, stop. That's why uh, your, your, uh, uh, your, this one, what's your name? Your organization, your central aid. He said, why do you do this and you don't support central aid? Because they are there for the poor. So it's part of the fast. He didn't hire me to preach it. I didn't even know he was coming here. Help someone. If your children are finished schools and there are other school children who cannot pay their university and they help them. That is proper fasting. Say, hey, prophet. Prophet, 
oh, fire her, no, I'll fire her. Don't worry, I'm not firing. <laughs> Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? And that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out when you see the naked that you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Anytime you see any naked person, it is you. So I see people, sometimes you see somebody, he's naked, and you see the person, I feel bad. Because me ferry. As if you are the one standing there. Because all that you see, it is you. Don't pretend. So cover it. As you help and cover it, you are covering your own self. When you see someone dressed in a certain way, tattered, the dress is torn, and he's walking there, you see him, know that you are the one. This is fast. I'm teaching you fast, proper fasting. It must go with abstinence of food. When it happened, one, your light, your light shall break forth like the morning. Light shall break forth like the morning. I love that. You have life, light, you have health, you have righteousness, glory, answered prayers, and all other things. Let's continue and see this reward that is coming. Your light will break forth. Some of us, we are in darkness. That's where you can see your way well. That's how people can see it. It will break forth. When it breaks forth, outsiders cease. He said, your father who sees in secret will bring it out. And light, when it comes, outsiders see it. They will see this one that there's something upon your life. Two, what? Your healing shall spring forth Speedily. Your healing. The healing of your marriages. Healing of your work. Healing of in different type. Will begin to spring forth what? Speedily. The reason why you have slow health. In different areas of your life. Is because we fail to fast well. Amen. Your healing will spring forth, isn't it? Uh, speedily. Not slowly. What? Speedily. Some people think God is slow. Hey, God is fast. Ah! Say, you go to hospital. And they want to help you. They say, go and do physiotherapy. And in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And he jumps, leaping and walking and running. Which one is fast? Which one is faster? (laughs) 
So God can make it happen. Then let's continue. And your righteousness shall go before you. Your righteousness shall go before you. Your right standing with God shall always go before you. So anytime you enter any place, your righteousness will go before you. It will be seen by men and men will give way ruling in this life by righteousness. When they see you, they know God's presence has come. So it is a blessing. Then the next one. Thy glory, the glory of what? The Lord shall be what? When you read about the Israelites, when they left Egypt, it was God's glory that kept them. The Bible says, when they left, Pharaoh changed his mind and wanted to bring them, arrest them. So he sent his army. They were sitting in his chariot, sitting on horses, on chariot, chasing people walking on foot, including pregnant women, including children. So you see the pace of uh, the speed of the Jew, uh, of the Israelite and the speed of all. And we have old ladies, old men, so they have to go at this very slow speed, speed, speed isn't it? Yeah. Then they saw this child coming. And what happened at God's glory? became that moved and became a rare guard. It guided them. It guarded them so that this enemy will not be able to penetrate. Uh, I used to have my father bought a bicycle. This is called, it's called, this well is not my own. I know there is, this called mad guard. It, the, it, the one in front of the, of this, uh, of the, or the wheel, it protects the mud from uh, uh, throwing mud at you. When it throws it, it receives it and protects it. The same thing that God does to you. Look, it doesn't mean that mud are not there. They are there. It will pass in it. It will throw it, but it won't get to your cloth. It won't get to your white shirt. I used my father's bicycle to... to uh, 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 This world is not my own. <laughs> he said, his glory will be your what? You see, we should not be afraid of who is behind us, who is trying to destroy us, who is trying to malign us, who is trying to destroy our future. When we first and we fast well, God move behind us, preserve us, protect us, and our back is secure. Yeah. 
to some of us, we are not af- we are afraid what will happen to us. What is happening at our back? What is what do we? Uh, you are always afraid. Today, I'm giving you a very good word. There is a God who reward with protection. He will protect you at your back. Here is the Egyptians running with their forces, with their horses, but they could not get closer to the Israelites. No matter how they ran, no matter how fast they go, they were not able. And I like God. He said, one day is equal to how many? Huh? So God can make one day look like what? Thousand years. He can also make one kilometer look like 10,000 kilometers. While you are running, you think it's a hundred, uh, one kilometer you are running with your horse, God will make it about 10,000 kilometers from here to from here to UK and back. That is the nature of the God we serve. So he will protect you and preserve you so that enemies that are behind that want to destroy you will not be able to get you. We know that God having given us eyes behind. Huh? Oh? Does somebody have his eyes here? If I get one here, if you see a man who enters here with his eyes behind and he sits by you, <laughs> the one behind, the one who sits behind the person, you see the eye making prep, prep. <laughs> Even though you are in church. Your faith. <laughs> you need a higher faith to be. <laughs> so God wants to protect us. He wants to tell you that, look, my son, don't be afraid. Just move and follow me. I will take care of your, your back. Those who've lost their relatives. Maybe your mommy was covering your back. God will be your rep. Maybe your, husband, your wife was covering your back. God will be your red guard. His glory will cover you. The glory of the Lord is what the church should look for. It is what the church should seek for. God's glory. God's glory. When man sinned, the reason why we all we got into all this, this mess is because God's glory departed. They said, all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. And that is why Satan has power to do anything he can do. When God's glory is there, Satan cannot operate. So, The glory. Then, let me go to the next one. Then you shall call 
And the Lord will do what? I'm telling you the benefit of fasting. The reward of fasting. Reverend Jangba, welcome. The reward of fasting. One of the rewards is that he will answer your prayer. Last week or last two weeks, last week I spoke about the fasting of Esther, Mordecai, and the whole Jew. When the king who had power, they've already made a decree, and let me tell you, when those decrees are made, they cannot be changed. So there was nothing that could, even the king himself couldn't have. But God intervened. When Haman planned that the next morning he was going to hang Mordecai, Mordecai rather hanged him. That night, because of the fast, God heard their prayers and didn't give the king sleep until something about Mordecai was read to him. That is an answered prayer. So as we fast, there is a reward called answered prayer. That is why we are all encouraged to come and pray. But if you don't pray, it cannot be answered. He said, you receive not because you ask not. If you don't ask, you don't receive anything. If you don't pray, you don't get any, any, any reply. It's not that God won't do it, but you didn't ask. So there's a blank check. He's giving everybody a blank check. Just feel in what you want. But people will sit down. If you don't feel anything, the check means nothing. So, we should be expecting answered prayers. Say answered prayers. Answer prayers. Say answered prayers. Answer prayers. Say, say, I will answer your prayers. I love it. Oh my God. Ah. You shall cry and you will do what? Oh. You shall cry. And you will say what? Yeah. I love God. Once you are in trouble, you start crying. You see, we don't cry for nothing. You cry when you are in trouble. Eh? We don't cry when we are somebody. Uh, some people, I don't know, some people cry when they have money. <laughs> but most of the time, a cry comes out of distress or something you cannot handle. See, when you come to a point you can't handle things, and the only thing left is to cry to him. When you cry, I, the Lord thy God, will hear, and I will answer thee. Ah, what else do you want again? I will say, here I am. 
I told you that the basis, uh, the, the, the fundamental lesson of, of fasting is, uh, is faith. And faith says, God is, and if he is, he said, here I am. He is there with you. He said, I am here with you. And for me, that's, even if I get only this, I don't get anything. I know once I have God on my side, if God is for you, who can be against you? With God, all things are possible. Once he comes to your situation and he comes by you, I say, here I am. Know that the answer has come. Know that your problem is taken away. The things you can carry, he can carry them. I hope you're getting me. Then what? If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of fingers and speaking word. Let me go to the 11. Oh. Let's jump to 11 quickly. The Lord will what? Guide you what? Did you what? Continual guidance. The most distressing thing is that to have some kind of guidance, you get to a point and you don't know what to do again. Confused. No. He will lead you from where you started to your destination. Continual guidance until you leave this world. That is one of the rewards of fasting. How many of you want that guidance? Everything that you do, you'll be guided by God. Amen. You might not even know God is guiding you, but he will direct you. You will do it without knowing it, but you are doing it in the will of the Lord. That is what God, he will bring people to your path to make sure that they help you get to where you ought to get. This is the direction of God. So, as we do, let us respect this and satisfy your what? Your soul in drought. Satisfaction of your soul, your emotion, your joy. So in time of drought, certain times, the world troubled everybody's heart so much that there is fear and discontent in everybody's heart. Look, in the midst of all that, there is satisfaction in you. That it doesn't matter how the world is moving, what the world is doing, there is something, an assurance in your heart that it is well with you. That it is well with you. This come through the fast which I'm talking about. I hope you're getting me. Okay, let's go to the next one. I hope I'm saying something. And what? Strengthen your word. Strengthen what? Those who have problems with bones problem. Ha. Obviously, now bones is so every. Let your bones begin to wear. 
you, you will see, you will see. They call it, how do you call it? Osteoporosis or something porosis, something porosis. <laughs> Many can say, mm, the, too bad the names are too complex for a pastor to mention. <laughs> Praise God. There is a strengthening and renewal of your bone. And it also simply means that you will stand very firm. Because the bone is the one that makes you stand straight. That in everything that you do, nothing can bend you, nothing can destroy you. So God will strengthen your business bone. Small time, you have backache in your business. You have neck pain in your business. Now God says, I'm going to strengthen the bones. Then the next... The prophet is speaking to you. I'm prophesying small, small to you. I'm preaching prophetically to people. You shall be like what? Have you seen a watered garden? Watered garden is evergreen. The hamatan does not affect it. The conditions in the world the economy of the world do not affect it. That will be your life. Diseases in the world will not affect you. The moral decay of the world will never come close to you and your children. This is what God is promising us. He will insulate us and keep us from the world destructive things and continue to water you, to water you, your spirit will always be high because watering will be by the Holy Spirit, supply of the Spirit, day and night. And when there is watering, there is also fruitfulness. So, in other words, you continue to bear fruit. It doesn't matter the season. Your fruit will be coming all the time. But you have what it takes to bear the fruit. There's a continual supply of water to your root. Maybe I may be running up. Unlike a spring of water, a spring of water whose waters do not fail, it will continue. You'll be like a spring of water, and your water will never fail. Continue to supply people with joy. Continue to supply people with what you have, that you will not be called Oh, at this time, Omre Achim. No. There are some people, they are rich for a season. There are some people, they hear about them for a certain time. Before they finish, they fade away. There are some people, they, they get to some place and they hear about them before they realize nobody even knows that you existed before. This one will be a 
continue still. You can be on top, on top, on top, and never come down. It is possible. You'll be on top, on top, and never come down. And that is the reward of what we are doing if we did it in faith and with right motive. Oh, have I finished? Those from among you shall build what? All waste places. There are some places that used to be the talk of the town. Now it has become a waste place. When God's spirit come upon you, you will rebuild it and make Ghana what it ought to be and better than ever before. The glory of the nation, of your family will return. Your city and your village will come back. The worst places, your children who have gone wayward, God will make you build them. Your family that used to live Right life, serve God, pray together. Now, come and see, they're like, uh, they've backslided all of them. Some of them, we, they are now taking weed. When in weed, you know. Abon Sam Tower. Some have become drunkard now, and they used to sing in the choir. Some of them were elders, but now they are walking. I go, uh, I don't know. I, I realize that alcohol <laughs> hey, I told my wife, I think the day my wife the day we went to when we one day and I saw this, I saw that look, alcohol, when it's in anybody, whether rich, poor, Young, white, black, yellow, green, they walk the same. <laughs> I started to look at them. And this nice white lady from UK, they were coming. I said, hey, so this place too. <laughs> They were from pop. So I said, this place with these people are here. Ha! I would do his here too. There's also be some guy, he said, he's, he's always drunk when he's coming. I said, if you are dancing, <laughs> it's called electric dance. Our glory will come back. I believe that. I don't fear. I know Ghana can rise up again. Is it prophet? What are you saying with all this mess? With all these prophets? I'm not looking at anybody. 
I am saying that if you dedicate your life to God and you do your part in this country, God only wanted how many people to save a place? Ten. And you are more than ten. You can change this nation. You can change this continent. You can change the world. It took 120 men. You are more than 2,000. 120 men, the upper room, to turn the whole Jerusalem upside down. Prayer and fasting. It works. Not only Jerusalem, but they went outside. You see, when they started Jerusalem, turned Jerusalem upside down, their enemy thought that they had to whip them, beat them. They didn't know that the more you persecute the church, the stronger it becomes. I didn't want to tell the devil this secret. Or else he will make us comfortable. Maybe. So you'll be refreshing and your work, work shall endure and there shall be restoration. And you shall be called the repairer of the bridge the restorer of what? Street. They shall be what? Restoration. Say restoration. restoration. Say restoration. restoration. See, this is, for me, I fast with understanding and meaning. I don't do things. We used to have some song. Emphasonti, nayesunyami. Emphasonti, nayesunyami. It's because of, we, we must get some profit by serving God. We don't get serving and serving and serving and serving. When you're serving, there is something you can get. He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Don't be like the Christians I call them the two sons. The son who will always go to the father, father, give me my part, give me my part, give me my part. They be by about requests. It's not bad, it's good. There are some sons too, they're so holy, they don't want to ask their father anything. They can go, oh God, you know, ask for me poor and just make you poor so that I don't become a sinner? Who told you that poor people don't, don't sin? Huh? Poverty can make you lie when you are hungry. Hey, poverty? Hey. <laughs> you have never been poor before. Me, I have been. I understand what poverty is. When poverty is there, poverty can even kill you before your time. So we have these two types of people. One that will only go for the reward. And one that will also uh, look to my reward is in heaven. 
advance no film. It's good. Our reward is in heaven, but advance. The prodigal son has something that was very good. He knows how to pray and request and take what belongs to him. The other son is a very good son, but don't know how to take what belongs to him. He was there for so many years, he couldn't ask his father even for a chicken. When his father came and was celebrating his younger brother, he was angry, said, I won't come home. <laughs> so they went and persuaded him. So he answered and said to his father, Look, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet, you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. That is what he said. Look at what the father replied the father gave him. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlot, circle of money way, you killed the fattest calf for him. Does it make, is it, is it fair? Okay, let's look at it. The fattest guy, he would have asked for it. And he said to him, son, you are always with me. And all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry. For your brother was dead and is alive again. And was lost and is found. All that I want to say, he said, all that, what you say I didn't give to you, it's yours. I divided the thing. I gave half to your brother. I gave half to you. So it is left to you if you've got friends. And say, Daddy, I want to take one, my own descent, and use it. And you can use it, but you never ask. So me too, I think you didn't need it. <laughs> so we have two types of Christianity in this world. Those who like, who always bombard God with prayers, give him a portion to go and use it. It's not bad. And those who will never ask. But be the balance. I say be what? God bless you. We have come with